Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Before we get into all our reviews from the weekend, I've had so many messages about this, so I thought I would just put all of my thoughts into a podcast surrounding this Jackson Hastings, Tommy Talau and David Clemmer situation. Now, uh, obviously just want to point out from the very start that I've obviously worked with Jackson before we did a heap of content in the off-season, have got to know him very well uh, when he, you know, before he'd even signed with the West Tigers come back to England, uh, to come back to Australia, I sat and did two, two three-hour podcasts with him. We've got along really well. We've always got along really well. Um, and yeah, I would consider him a mate. So I'm not denying whatsoever there might be a little bit of bias in my thoughts here. Uh, but I mean, from everyone I've spoken to, which I haven't really put my opinion out there. I've just had people messaging me, telling me what they think, then asking me what I think. Um, I've heard a pretty similar story from a lot of people. And funnily enough, a lot of them from West Tigers fans, uh, which is, um, I mean, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not surprising from me, uh, from them. I Fuck, if I was West Tigers fan I would be so fucking fed up with all the shit that goes on and with that performance this afternoon into that just act of stupidity in my opinion it's wild but look guys before I do get into it I just want to put it out there that I would consider Jackson a mate I have worked with him previously I've got to know him really well um, which you know potentially could lean into a little bit of bias. I'm just going to put that out there for you guys, and you guys can make up your own mind as you listen to my thoughts on this. Uh, So this game, obviously, the Newcastle Knights playing the West Tigers at Leichhardt Oval. Uh, The Newcastle Knights coming into this game with their halfback, Jackson Hastings, who was at the West Tigers last year. Uh, We all know the story that's been put out about how he left the West Tigers, wasn't overly pretty, et cetera, et cetera. I don't believe it's exactly played out that way. Um, And if you have a listen to all the quotes and everything, um, just have a look at how many quotes have come from Jackson and how many quotes have come from Jackson's management. There hasn't been any. Yeah, the only thing Jackson has said is that he's got all respect for the West Tigers um, and that, you know, they showed him the door and he took an opportunity elsewhere. But he's always stood by 
He's got all the respect in the world for the West Tigers, and he's always stood by that he thoroughly appreciates the opportunity that they gave him to come back from England to have another crack in the NRL. Yeah, and if you go and you have a listen to his post-game interview, eight seconds before Tommy Talao and David Clemmer come at him, that's exactly what he says. Yeah, 100% exactly what he says. Um, you know, he obviously spoke about Madge Maguire. He said, you know, Madge Maguire is the sort of coach I wanted to play under. Madge Maguire was the guy, was the reason why he came back to Australia because he wanted to play under him. I've got my own thoughts on Madge, and I, to be honest with you, I don't completely agree uh, with all of Jackson's thoughts on Madge Maguire, but he would know better than me. Uh, he's obviously a guy that respects Madge quite a bit, and when he arrived at the West Tigers, he was the head coach. And I believe uh, that it probably rubbed Tim Sheens and the Tigers up the wrong way, that Jackson was still a Michael Maguire guy. And you know what? For me... I want my halfback to be loyal to the coach. I, I can't believe that was an issue for the West Tigers. And, you know, as soon as Madge was gone, Tim Sheens, the West Tigers, said, you're going to play lock. He went, yep, it's good as gold. I'll go make 30 tackles. I'll do it to the point that I get injured and I'm ruled out for the entire season. You have no direction, but I'll go and do it. And this isn't what, you know, this isn't what Jackson's telling me. This is me looking at the, at the situation and going, okay, they had a change of coach, Tim Sheens. The the West Tigers came in. Brett Kamali was the head coach, but I think it was pretty evident that Brett Kamali wasn't in charge of that side. Uh, and Jackson was put at 13 and went, yep, fuck it. I'll do what you need to do. I'll make 30 tackles. I'll take 15 hit-ups. And he did that for four or five weeks until his season was eventually ruled out. Even though he'd been carrying injuries all year and playing hurt the entire year, as soon as the West Tigers coach said, we want you to do this, even though it was the most ridiculous idea of all fucking time, in my opinion, Jackson went, yep, sweat, I'll do it. If you think it's what's best for the team, I'll do it. And he was willing to do that. And if he was still at the West Tigers this year and they wanted to play 13, he would still be playing 13, making 30 tackles a week, taking 15 hit was Probably wasting his career and his ability, but he would have done it because he does what is best for the team. Has Jackson always done what's best for the team? I don't think so. I've said this to Jackson himself when I watched him when he was 18, coming through the grades, and when he was 20, 21, thought he was a complete nut of fuckwit. And his actions indicated that consistently. And when you talk to Jackson, if you've listened to my interview with him, he's the first one to say, when I was younger, I was a dickhead. I had a chip on my shoulder, always had something to prove. I was a dickhead. He takes full ownership of that. I've sat there and spoke with him about things he did when he was younger, and he just cringes in his seat, goes, fuck, I've grown up so much, I had to learn the hard way, which I did, but I've come back a much better person. Take the example of last year when the Titans were playing the uh, when the Tigers were playing the Titans up there on the Gold Coast, and he wanted to go along to support the team. Tigers would let him be paid for his own flight. That pissed them off. Um, in that game, Jock Madden, who was the guy replacing him, had a knock on in the Ingalls to lose the game. Thankfully, he had his halfback there to put his arm around him at the end of the game because that's what Jackson Hastings is like. He wants to be there to support the team. He wants to do whatever he can do to help that team. It, I, I'm not inside that West Tigers room when, when it was all going down. I don't know, but I would suggest from my experiences with Jackson, his biggest problem right now is that he probably loves footy too much and he wants to win too much. And personally... Uh, I think that was really evident with that Gold Coast Titans situation with him wanting to be there to support the team. So he paid for himself. He flew himself up there. And the Tigers didn't like the optics of it because it got out in the media. How it got out in the media, I don't know. There's constantly leaks at the West Tigers, though. You're constantly finding out everything about the West Tigers. They're constantly putting out different messages. John Bateman's injured. No, he's not. He's all good. He's, oh, he's injured. He'll be back soon. No, he's good. He's sweet. It's just, it's an absolute shit show. And I feel really sorry for you West Tigers fans. And I think that the game this afternoon at Leichhardt Oval, it was just the absolute peak of it. And you could see the class difference between Jackson Hastings, who comes into that game without his lock forward, Adam Elliott. He loses KP, Jaden Braley, Tyson Brazell. Arguably, their three best players. On top of that, with 10 minutes to go at Leichhardt Oval without all those guys and now three substitutes down, 
his front rower gets sent from the field with, what was it, 14 minutes to go? So it's 12 on 13. They've got no substitutes, no interchanges, and they're missing arguably their three best players. There is no doubt whatsoever they're missing their best player. Uh, and then I, I think it's fair to say Jaden Braley is their second best player. And if you said Frizzell's their third, uh, their third best, I wouldn't push back on you at all. Now they're losing Saifidi, a state of origin front rower as well. So there's an argument out there. They lost their four best players and they were playing one short on the field. They have Lockie Miller at fullback, who's playing his second game for the club and about his eighth game of first grade NRL in his second season of rugby league. And they had Tyson Gamble on the field playing 5'8" in his first ever game for the club. And they managed to get the win against the West Tigers, featuring Adam Dewey, Luke Brooks, Isaiah Papali, Api Corosa. They had their entire spine on the field, every single one of them. And the Newcastle Knights somehow found a way to win that game. So I'll say this off the top. If I was the West Tigers players, I'd be frustrated as all hell, and I think they were frustrated, and they took it out in the completely wrong way. Now, just before halftime, Tommy Talao, he's in a try-scoring situation. Looks like he's going to score for all money. Jackson Hastings comes across. Does he click him high? Yes, he does. He clips him across the nose. Yeah, 100%. Clips him along the close. Clips him across the nose as he's coming down, yeah? Um and it, and it broke his nose. That's terrible for Tommy Chalau. I hate it. He got a HIA. That's also awful. Uh, it meant that he missed the rest of the game, which sucks. Yeah, I am 100% on board. I understand why Tommy Chalau is upset. But I'm sorry, you're playing a contact sport for fuck's sake. It's going to happen. You're in a try-scoring situation where you are centimetres away from scoring. All you have to do is fall over. The opposition team is going to do whatever it takes to try and stop you from scoring. Jackson went a little bit high, no doubt about it. It's a penalty. He should be on report. I get it. But it's a blatant accident. A blatant accident. You are playing a contact sport. Shit is going to happen sometimes. And for then David Clement to come over, who I'm sorry, let's be fucking honest here, one of the greats of accidentally making ridiculous contact with people, I just thought it was outrageous. Now, Tommy Chalau's a young guy. I think he's overreacted in that situation. I'll tell you something really funny as well. I had a couple of people message me and go, is there history with Tommy Chalau and Jackson Hastings? Uh, and I normally wouldn't wouldn't tell you these sort of stories, but I remember in the preseason when Jackson was with me in January, February, I was already looking at my draft players, who I was going to target and which guys I could get late for value. And Tommy Talao coming off injury was a guy that I fancied. And I said to Jackson, and this was off mic, so he was being completely fucking honest with me. I said to him, what are your thoughts on Tommy Talao? He looks like he's always got ability. He's obviously been injured the last year. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just 50-50 on him. And he, get, he said, great kid, heap of ability. He's had a really tough run with injury. Spent a bit of time in the rehab room room with him last year. Really good kid. At no point did he say a negative thing about Tommy Talao at no point. And that was off mic. He could have. He could have well and truly. He could have bagged the kid. He could have he could, he could have told me everything that was wrong with him. He didn't. He said he's a good kid. I back him. He'll come back from injury and he will do well. So I just, I question how much of a bad history there is there between those two. I think Tommy Talao has reacted poorly in that moment. Uh, and unfortunately, he's reacted poorly an hour later, which I just don't understand. It makes no sense to me. Uh, Jackson Hastings went over to apologize. There's a world where Jacko has maybe said something during the game, and if he hasn't, it was it was uncalled for or it was out of line. Fair play, whatever. But I also think that was well and truly after the game, he's coming to apologize to you, shake his hand instead of pushing him. That, for me, summed up what is wrong with the West Tigers at the moment. It summed up the attitude of the West Tigers. And then, and as I said, Tommy Chalau's a young guy, yeah. I can understand him him making a mistake, him getting a little bit hot-headed in that moment. Had a concussion early the game, would have been filthy. He missed the game. He's just had a year off with injury. I get it. But 
I just, I can't imagine a world where you could come off the field, sit there for an hour or whatever it might be, have enough time to think about it, watch the replay, and then decide, nah, fuck Jackson Hastings, he did this on purpose, or I'm not happy about this. You don't have to be happy about it, but accept his apology, shake his hand. It was childish how it was handled. And then the 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 leader in the team comes over, David Clem, and I sort of thought, okay, this will be interesting to see what Clem does when he comes over. And of course, he pushes Jackson again. I actually... I'll tell you what, in that moment, if I'm David Clemmer and I see that there's an altercation between one of my young guys and Jackson Hastings, I would probably come over and I would grab Tommy Talao. I might tell Jacko, just go away, get fucked, whatever, fine. They're on opposite teams, whatever. But then for him to do that, shove Jackson, stay there and keep yelling at abuse at him for the next 30 or 40 seconds, to me, with the information I have right now, that was the worst way to possibly handle that situation. It was not even funny. And you saw Peter Parr, who's one of the smartest guys in rugby league, the guy that made the decision to swap David Clemmer from Jackson Hastings. And he'd be sitting there going, you know what? We just had the worst injuries of all time and still managed to win that game of football. And here's David Clemmer trying to start a stink. You could see Peter Parr grab Jackson Hastings, pull him away because he's smart enough to know this isn't a good situation. Now, that was after the game with all the people out there on the field. Where are the West Tigers staff? Where are they? Where's someone? There was a security guard there. There was Peter Parr there. Where are the West Tigers staff? What are they doing? I then heard after the game, Tim Sheen's going to his press conference and they asked him about it. He goes, oh, I know nothing about it. I know nothing about it. He was obviously told to say that. That was his plan, just to put his head in the fucking sand and not deal with any of the poor poor things and poor just attitude that is going on at this club. Appy said the same thing. I back Appy. He's doing what he's what he's told to do. That's obviously Tim Sheen's plan when he walks in there. So Tim Sheen says, I've got no idea what you're talking about, no idea what's going on. And then they hit a little bit of emotion. They ask about Tommy Talao and he says, oh, I understand why he's pissed off. You understand, do you, Tim? Because you didn't know about the issue 30 seconds ago. You weren't aware of it. You'd never heard of it. You had no idea what it was. But you already know what Tommy Talao's perspective on it is, and you know that he's pissed off. I mean, fucking please. What are we doing here? What, what, what is going on at the West Tigers? I, just, I can't even fathom how on earth they are still getting by with this sort of shit. And you know what? You know what I'm stoked about? I am so happy. And I... Oh, I shouldn't say I'm happy because I feel sorry for them, but the amount of West Tigers fans that have messaged me in the last three hours just saying, I am so sick of this shit. That is so embarrassing what happened today. We carried on like fucking idiots. Like, they're at their wit's end. Your own fans are, are seeing it. They get, Most of them have been seeing it for years. Those that haven't are seeing it now. How did, how did you not win that game of football? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, you end up losing by two points. I'm sorry. I think Stefano's was the biggest double movement of all time. It was a miracle you got within two points of them. And you had everything go your way. They were down to 12 players with 15 minutes to go without Kalen Ponga, without Jaden Braley, without Tyson Vrella, and without Adam Elliott. You, you could make an argument all four of their best players were not on the fucking field. They've got a 5'8", who was playing reserve grade last year and is playing his first game for the club. They've got a fullback that you didn't want. You made the decision you didn't want him, so he can't be that great, right? They've also got a fullback who's in his second year of NRL in his eighth game of NRL. I mean, what the fuck is going on? Phoenix Crossland is playing hooker. He's been a really good halfback 5'8", coming through, who's underachieved the last few years. He's playing hooker. You're missing Tyson Rizal, who's an international forward. Adam Elliott, who's one of their best signings for this year. And you couldn't get the job done? And then you want to try and have stinks after the game? You know when would have been a really good time to get fired up? During the last 15 minutes when you were playing at Leichhardt Oval, the game was on the line, you had to produce something to win the fucking game against 12 guys and half a football team with no reserves. I mean, what? like, I cannot believe that Tim Sheens didn't take any accountability for what occurred there. He blatantly obviously fucking knew about it. He's full of shit. 
He knew about it. He told you how Tommy Talao was feeling. Tell me, like, please. And you know what? Let's say there's a world where Tim Sheens is being completely honest there, which I'm not buying for a second. But if he is, I'm sorry, you had two players that were pushing and yelling and screaming and swearing at an opposition player and you're the head coach of that club and you haven't heard anything about it. No one's mentioned it to you. No one said a thing. It was in front of numerous players and numerous staff. No one said anything to you, Tim. No, no one's made you aware that there was an issue in front of your entire fan base of two of your players pushing and shoving another player who was trying to apologize for a high contact in a contact sport and you're not aware of it. To be honest with you, I think you're better off saying I was aware of it. I think you look stupider now saying that you weren't aware of it. You're either blatantly lying or what is going on at your club? How is no one making you aware of this situation? How is that not something that you're prepared, that you're told about before you go into the press conference? Hey, Tim, by the way, uh, Tommy Talao pushed Jackson Hastings after the game. David Clemmer ran him from 10 metres away, pushed him as well, then sweared abuse at him for another 30 seconds as he walked away. No one tipped you off that that happened, Tim? <laughs> no one in your team said, hey, I know you didn't see it. I know you didn't know anything about it whatsoever. You were the only person at Leichhardt Oval that knew nothing about it. I might just give you a quick rundown that happened before you go in and talk to the media. Nothing? No? Okay. Sweet. I mean, fuck, as I said off the top, guys, I've got a relationship with Jacko. I've spent time with him. I've worked with him. Maybe I'm biased, but the deep, the longer I look at this situation, the more embarrassing it gets for the West Tigers. On top of that, I mentioned the Newcastle Knights. They had a halfback that the West Tigers didn't want. And look, I'm I'm, I'm going to say this, but I, I don't want it to come across like I'm having a go at Luke Brooks because I've been saying for years, I think Luke Brooks is a good footballer. I think he's at the wrong club. And I think that if he would have left years ago, he could have been successful somewhere else. It might be too late now, unfortunately. But this was a decision that the West Tigers board made to keep keep Luke Brooks, let Jackson Hastings go. You tell me that if Luke Brooks was on the other side of the field playing without Kalen Ponga, playing without Adam Elliott, without Tyson Frizzell, without Jaden Braley, Tell me that the Newcastle Knights win that game today. Tell me honestly that they win that fucking game today. And tell me if Jackson Hastings was playing for the West Tigers halfback today, that they would have lost that game. Personally, I think if you swap the halfbacks, I think the Newcastle Knights win that game 13+. plus. I really do. And I think the Newcastle Knights get slapped off the park. And it's what Jackson spoke about after the game. It's the underbelly. It's that desire to win that Jackson's always had. That I'm sorry, the West Tigers haven't really had outside of when he was playing for them last year. And once again, maybe I'm biased, whatever, but this is what West Tigers fans are saying to me tonight. You go and you have a look. I, I was trying to find... There's an interview that Jackson Hastings has last year. I think it's against the Brisbane Broncos, and I think it's Paddy Carrigan. I, I, I apologise if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was, it was Pat Carrigan who makes the tackle on him at the end of last year that, that ends his season. Jackson gets on the uh, on the mic after and says, oh, you know, it was a hip drop, yeah? And that's the end of his season. That's his first season back in the NRL. He knows he's under pressure at the West Tigers. He's not sure where he's going to be next year, and his season just got finished by a hip drop. And he comes out and says, look, Pat Carrigan's a good guy. It's contact footy. This is what happened. Shit happens. I'm devastated, but this is what happened. It's the highs and lows. I'll work my way back in, and I'll get back. Compare that to how the West Tigers reacted, and it makes me it makes me wonder if last year, if the West Tigers had anything to do with Jackson's reaction there, if that was just all Jackson. Because I'll tell you what, I saw a guy get HIA'd today, not come back, and then I saw him pushing and shoving the guy on the field after the game. Compare that to Jackson's response when he and his season was finished. His season was finished because of a hip drop compared to an accidental high tackle that finished his game in round two and broke his nose. He's probably not going to be able to play next week, 100%. That sucks for Tommy Talao, yeah? And it's not his fault. That's awful. But how is there no perspective there? 
And I'll tell you what, if Dave, if David Clement wants to be a leader and wants to be for real, that's the moment where you grab Tommy Chileo and go, hey, is it really worth doing that after the game? You don't join in, compound it, then pat him on the head. It just shows poor leadership at the club. It really does. Um, I'm really worried about the West Tigers. I am, and I've been saying it for years. And you know what? For years when I was saying this stuff, I'd have Tigers fans messaging me going, oh, you're a dickhead, you're this, you're that, you just hate the club, you're just being anti them. I haven't had a single message from a West Tigers fan tonight. That, that's saying that I'm being unfair. You know what I've had? About 60 messages from West Tigers fans saying I'm done with this club. Tonight was embarrassing for us. The way that we played and then the way that we carried on after and then the way that Tim Sheens just took no accountability for any of it in any way, shape or form. Your fans are sick of it. Your fans are done with it. I still remember doing that stuff with Jackson on YouTube and there was a few comments on every single one of them saying this is the best thing to come out of the West Tigers in a long time. Finally, we've got a guy that cares about playing footy. We've got a guy that all he wants to do is win. For me, I'm looking at this West Tigers side at the moment and I don't know if winning's that high up their priority list. I mean, they'll make all the right noises. They'll do all that, but... I mean, we're two games in, yeah? So it's very early days. They could still turn it all around. 100% they could. I'm not denying that. But, I mean, you watch the way that Appy's played the last two games. It's like the other blokes don't know he's on the fucking field. you got one of the best running nines, one of the craftiest nines in the competition. They're not even pushing up with him. They're not doing anything with him. I mean, you have a look through that game. They were more than happy to stand up to Jackson and push and shove him during the game. Tyson Gamble's out there literally yelling, yelling in the face of Adam Dewey when he's lying on the ground with a cramp, and then he spent the next set following him around, screaming at him. Where was the West Tigers in that moment? Did they did they try and put on a stink with Tyson Gamble after the game or, or not? Different situation? I don't know. I mean, fuck. <laughs> I just... I, I can't believe how it's played out. I feel sorry for you, West Tigers fans. I just... I can't even fathom how it has all played out like this and how this sort of shit is still happening at the West Tigers. I, um, Yeah, I'm, I'm really concerned about where they're going. They've made all these great signings, got Tim Sheens back, got Benji back, got Robbie Farrow back. If this doesn't work, what the fuck are the Tigers going to do? Who are you going to turn to next? You then would have blown through your entire 2005 heroes. By the way, these heroes, you also kicked all three of them out of the club at some point with no respect whatsoever. If it doesn't work for you now, what are you going to do? And you know what? I am so confident saying this sort of stuff because I know I'm not going to upset Tigers fans because every single one I've spoken to feels the exact same way. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. They're at their wit's end. They're done. They're absolutely done. Fair, if you lose games, whatever, but hold yourself in a matter that they can, that, 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 that they can hold their he- heads high about. You did the complete opposite today. And then your coach came out and took no accountability whatsoever. Said that he had no idea what you were talking about. In 2023, the head coach who has two players who get, I won't call it a scuffle, who have a a physical disagreement to some extent on the field with a former player and they walk into their press conference after and say, don't know what you're talking about, no idea. But then he's willing to tell you how Tommy Talao's feeling about something he has no idea about. Fucking please, let's get real here. I feel sorry for you Tigers fans. I don't know where how this is going to go over the next few weeks. I don't know where the Tigers end up. I'm very, very nervous about 
how this all plays out because um, very worrying signs, no doubt about it. There's no way to sugarcoat it, no way. And look, I'll be the first one to say, if something happens that Jackson carried on like a fuckwit and he said something stupid and he said something that was out of line, fair play. I'll change my argument in a heartbeat, 100%. As I said to you guys, before I met Jackson, I watched him on TV, I thought he was a dickhead. Told him that as well and he went, yeah, no, I get it. I get why you thought I was a dickhead. I was a dickhead. So if Jackson has done something that is out of line in this situation that he's done during the game or whatever or whatever it might be, so be it. But from the information I have right now and from what I've seen in the optics of it, I don't know what Jackson could have said or done during that game that could have made Tommy Talao and David Clement react like that after the way that Tyson Gamble treated their injured player, Adam Dewey, when he was lying on the floor and they did fuck all about it. They did nothing about it. I'm not sure if you remember, Saifidi almost killed your hooker as well. He came off and literally put chest shoulder everything into Jake Simpkins head and got sent from the field David Clemmer and Tommy Talao go find him as well I mean Christ <laughs> I don't know maybe I'm being over the top I'll leave it up to you guys to decide your reaction to this and whatnot but I mean just where the West Tigers are at the moment uh, I just don't know where they go from here and it just feels like there's a serious lack of accountability I hope I really do hope for their sake and for you West Tigers fans sake because you guys deserve better than this I hope that Johnny Bateman is the absolute saving grace for all of this, but will he be? I don't know. Remains to be seen. Is he going to play anytime soon? I'm also not sure. West Tigers are sending out different messages here and there about that. I don't know. See how it plays out. As I said, guys, you might want to disregard this entire podcast because I am. I have got a bit of bias to me. I am mates with Jacko. I've worked with him in the past, uh, but... Yeah, that's how I see it, and um, yeah, it's disappointing. You West Tigers fans, as I've always said, feel so sorry for you West Tigers fans because you deserve better. You're loyal as fuck. You've been through so much shit. The vast majority of you, whether West or Balmain fans, you were forced into this, and you've been so loyal. You've had your brief moments like 05 and whatnot, which has been fantastic, uh, but for the vast majority of it, it's been very, very disappointing. Uh, what are you looking down the barrel of 10-odd years not playing first grade? Same halfback that hasn't got you to first grade the entire time. I just... And as I said, I like Luke Brooks. I'm a fan of him. I think he could be successful elsewhere. But you West Tigers fans, I feel sorry for you. I guess that's just about it, guys. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I could be biased on this, so maybe I'm over the top. More than happy to cop that if you think so and disregard the entire thing. Uh, but personally, I think I'm spitting truth. And personally, uh, from my experiences tonight talking to West Tigers fans, uh, the vast majority of them feel the same. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.